Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today's episode is a follow-up to, it's an extension of episode 83. So if you haven't already listened to 83, which is all about, do you need a plan B as an entrepreneur? This is something that is thrown around a lot that you should have a plan B, you should have a backup plan. And I tackle that topic. I was very fiery and feisty in that episode because it's something I'm extremely passionate about because I've been told that my whole entrepreneur life over the last seven years, and I still see it to this day that you need a plan B. And so I tackle that topic. But today is a bit of an extension of that because there's a difference between a plan B and multiple streams of income. And that's another topic that's thrown a lot around, especially in network marketing. Uh, One of the ways that a lot of people say, hey, would you be interested in adding another stream of income to your currently, what you're currently doing? And I will tell you, I have used that line before because that's what somebody else told me to use. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that line because truly network marketing could be another stream of income. Listen, network marketing is nothing new. And, And it's interesting now that a lot of people are using social selling in place of MLM or direct sales or network marketing. It's all the same thing. Even the big influencers that you see on Instagram or, you know, wherever, TikTok now, I'm not on there, um, don't ever plan to be, but we'll see, uh, that uh, that all they're doing is promoting something that hopefully that they like and they get a kickback from it. It's the same in any other business, selling cars, selling my coaching services, selling a protein shake, it doesn't really matter. But anyways, all that to say that there is this thought that we need to have multiple streams of income because that's how we're going to scale and grow and make more money and all the things. And so I wanted to talk first about plan Bs because that's something thrown around and then this multiple streams of income. Do I think that multiple streams of income is a bad idea? No, I actually think it's a great idea. I think it's a a no-brainer, really. I think it's a no-brainer. But let me tell you where I went wrong with that concept. I went wrong with that concept, one, outworking God's plans, which again, if you go and listen to the last episode, you'll hear what what God God is. God is the plan. Okay, so when we're following God's plan, we don't need to figure anything out. We need to catch what he gives us. And our hands need to be open and not too full of what we have and want for ourselves that we actually have room to catch what he has for us. And so when our hands are open and they are ready to receive whatever he has for us, knowing that he is the plan, we're going to him to get what it is, I believe absolutely he could put other things in our paths to create another stream of income. But where I went wrong with that was I had a very successful business that was thriving and I was getting really nervous that that well a couple things there was one part of me there was there's multiple 
multiple angles of this thing, right? So there was one part of me that was a little nervous that I was going to lose that business. It was almost as if his, God's blessings were too good to be true. And in the very same breath, I've shared this with you many times, I would thank God for, you know, my 30, 40 K months in this business. I'm like, thank you, God. I don't even, I I don't even know what's going on, but are you going to do it again? There was doubt with that. There was fear with that. There was a, a denying who Jehovah Jireh is. He is the provision. And with or without that business, God promises to provide all of my needs. And I already know he wants to give me a life of abundance. That's what Jesus came for in John 10, 10. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly, more than we could ask or imagine. That comes in all shapes and sizes, and not just finances, but I do believe finances can be part of it, especially when God knows that we're gonna steward those finances really well and do things for the kingdom. Yes, he's like, let me give you more of that. You're being faithful with a little, let me give you more. I think multiple streams of income is a sign of, hey, you're faithful with the little that I've given you, let me give you more but for me in the instance when I started adding multiple streams of income to my life so I had my network marketing business that was providing more than enough I didn't really need anything else but in that same sense of feeling like I was going to lose that business and I ended up losing it um, I also wasn't really fulfilled and so I was looking for something else to fulfill the parts that that network marketing business wasn't fulfilling for me and I was seeking God's other plans for me in that I added on coaching right and I have been certified Christian life coach since 2016 but I wasn't doing that as my full-time job because I had these other businesses and in reality what these businesses were although they taught me a lot of things they were a distraction from the very thing that God was calling me to do and created me to do but I do think I had to go through some of that in order to figure this out right and so God wastes nothing he's so good but my plan B and my not even it wasn't really a plan B it was adding a stream of income it was in doubt of losing what I had and also trying to fulfill this deep thing inside of me that was not being fulfilled through my network marketing business pieces of what I liked were there but not all of it and I knew something was missing so I added the coaching and then I really had this passion to really make Jesus famous. That was one of the t-shirts that we had for the Living on a Prayer brand. And it was make Jesus famous. I want to make Jesus famous. I want to make being a Christ follower cool. And by cool, I don't mean worldly standards cool, but I mean holy, sanctified, different, um, just stand out in a good way that our lives point others to Jesus. And so I started the Living on a Prayer apparel. It's trademarked, it's registered trademarked, all the things. And I loved it. But what happened was my energy could only go to so many things. And so not only on top of the living on brand, uh, living on a prayer apparel, I ended up adding a boutique component. Why? Because as I was doing flat lays, I was like, well, this is silly. People would message me and be like, where are those shoes from? And I'm like, Adidas. Okay. Uh, where are those earrings from? Uh, Kendra Scott. Uh, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Why? Well, it was it was this part of greed in me. I could make more money if I provided the tools or the resources that I was using in the flat lays. And while I think that's smart and strategic, I wasn't doing it from a place of God is calling me to do this. I was doing this from a place of really greed. I could make more if I sold these things. To me, again, it seemed like a no-brainer. But God doesn't always make logical sense. We try to make logical sense out of things, and that's not 
the God that we serve. Listen, he created everything out of nothing, spoke it into existence. I mean, that's the God we serve. And so sometimes we have to stop trying to make logical sense out of things. In fact, that's one of the things that I teach in the favor flow formula is flow. There's a couple different acronyms for it, but one of them is to forget logic and operate in wisdom, which is comes from the Lord. And so anyways, all that to say, when we are adding multiple streams of income out of greed, out of wanting more, out of or out of feeling that the other thing that God's blessing us with is not enough or we're going to lose it, I promise you that is not the foundation you want to build a multiple stream of income on. Now, where you do want to build a multiple stream of income on is, number one, well, first of all, can you assess your, your current foundation? Is it solid? Is it good? Is what you currently have, are you stewarding it well? Are you stewarding it well with your time? Are you stewarding it well with your talents? Are you stewarding it well with your finances? It, is this allowing you to keep what God originally intended was for God first, then your marriage, then your children, and then your business tree? If so, then I would say, hey, start praying about God. What is another way that I could make another, another way to make more income? Because God, if God knows he can trust you with what you currently have, he'll give you more. Just like the, the parable of the, um, the, the workers who were to, they like buried, well, one of them buried the money that God, as Jesus is telling the story, right? So not God gave them, but you know what I mean? Anyways, the two used it very smart and they made more money. They made more profit. They had a return on investment. There was a good ROI and the other one buried the money because he was worried that, you know, oh my goodness. And then what did Jesus do in the parable? Well, Jesus said that the, the owner actually gave it to the person who made the most. So when we steward what we have, and I just totally butchered that. So I hope you know that parable. If not, go find it and go, go find it in scripture. Read it for yourself. Um, but the idea, the concept is that God will bless us when we steward what he gives us well. And so if you've been stewarding what God has already given you really well, maybe this is time for you to add on another stream of income. But here are some questions to ask yourself. One, am I ready for it? Can I handle this? Will this complicate my life or will it complement it? For me, what I ended up doing was once I added the t-shirt, the which honestly the t-shirts didn't really complicate my life necessarily. It actually gave me a lot of joy. It was my creative outlet. It was super fun. But adding the boutique onto it created so much complications. It was fun also in some ways. I loved going into the wholesale you know, places and buying things and like being able to sell them and go live and do these videos and stuff. But truly it was a distraction for what God was calling me to do. And it was avoiding the pain that I was in in the main business that I had that I knew wasn't it, but I couldn't quite figure out what was it. It's the entire reason why Bloom Academy exists because you can even be successful by the world standards and still not feel successful and still really not be successful in God's eyes. World's definition of success and God's definition of success are two different things. I do have an episode on that specifically earlier. You can go check that out if you're questioning what that is, but all that to say, one, are you ready for plan B? Or not plan, I keep saying that, it's not plan B. It's a multiple stream of income because they're two different things. See, I'm even intertwining the words because I'm so used to hearing them, but when you really stop and think about it, it's like, wait a second, that's not really what that is. Would this complement your life or complicate it? I don't think God is a God of complication, but God will absolutely take us from glory to glory and he will complement what we have based off of the what we currently are doing to take us to that next level. With that, 
how does this really impact the kingdom? Is this just for you? Like me, like I added on the boutique stuff to have jewelry and jeans and shorts and whatever to go with the hats and the t-shirts and the sweatshirts because I was really, really being greedy. I wanted more money in my pocket. It wasn't a divine download from the Lord. It was a really great, great visionary idea from myself. Listen, I'm a visionary. That's part of what I love to do is to help women see the gifts that God's given them and put it all together and make sense of it all. And that is a spiritual gift. So if that is you and you have a spiritual gift, uh, use that gift, but make sure you use that in the right context, right? So me as a visionary, I can come up with really awesome ideas, but they don't always, they're not necessarily what God is telling me to do. And so I made it work. And what ended up happening was I ended up giving George a job. He ended up becoming the packager for our boutique. And, you know, he'd watch the kids during the day and then he'd be packaging orders at night. And it became a J-O-B. Isn't the entrepreneur journey all about not having a J-O-B? Let me just ask you this. Come on, because I know a lot of network marketers listen to this show. Is your network marketing, is it a calling or is it a J-O-B? Is this business idea that God's given you, whether it's photography or real estate or whatever, if this this idea that you're like, is this God or is this me? Is it truly a calling or is it a J-O-B? There's a difference. I'm here to help you see the calling, not how to make a lot of money with a J-O-B. And I don't think God wants to make us busy. God wants to God wants to help us grow the kingdom and he'll do that through our businesses. So all that to say, here are three ways that you could really consider adding another stream of income. And then there's many different ways. Like I just told you three of the kind that I had. Well, I was like, I really like this coaching thing, but I feel like I need a certification for it. Got my life coaching certification. Now here I have my neuroscience certification. And I don't think any of those things are bad. I think God is using those things. And so that's not to say that. It's just God's plan, his plan as he is the plan, he's gonna lead you to all the things. And what happened was I was so overwhelmed with the network marketing business, the coaching, the boutique, and the apparel. I had like four different babies going on. And I actually, I hired my very first business coach during the season of my life because I was so overwhelmed, like so incredibly overwhelmed. And I just, I, I just wanted to run away. That fight, flight, or freeze, I wanted to run away, flight as fast as I could. Um, and hide because I couldn't keep up and I was so overwhelmed all that to say she said listen it's like you have these four babies these four businesses and then you actually have real human babies at home too and when I looked at it like that she's like you have these multiple things that you're responsible for and you're really she didn't say these words um she wasn't a believer in that sense but she was like you're not stewarding them well you're not showing God that you can even handle what you currently have in this first thing that you've added all these other things out of this scarcity mindset and greed and this lack of, oh my gosh, is is this going to go away? And how do I prepare for the downfall of this business? I should have these other backups, you know? And God's like, no, follow me. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then I will do everything else. I will, I, I will promise you, I will provide everything. Okay. As you can tell, I'm a little passionate about this. Like, I'm always passionate about the things that the Lord has walked me through because I see women struggling with it. And I'm like, no, but my heart is not in a judge, judgmental place. It's in a, let me, like, let me help you see what God wants you to see. Okay, so all that to say here are three areas. And I'm currently in a program um, with, and listen, I'm a coach, yes, but I am always being coached. I'm always a learner. So I encourage you, if you're not currently in a program or you're being coached, mentored, discipled by somebody who is further along than you are, 
you need to pray about that. And I really want to encourage you to seek the right program or mentor or coach or disciple or whatever that you you should be with. But anyways, currently I'm in a program. It's called Wealth with God. It's with Jim Baker. And uh, he is just rocking my world. But one of the things he teaches is three areas of, of adding these the, the revenue, whether it's to your day job or whatever. But number one is investments, right? So that's like stocks, financial plans, maybe Bitcoin, any of those types of things, right? Any of those um, currencies that aren't actual tangible you know, money necessarily in your hand. So any of those types of investments, 401k, um, any of those things, those are all things to consider. And again, you could always reach out to a financial planner or somebody who is a professional in that. Uh, But that's definitely a way to add another stream of income. That's really not going to complicate your life. It's going to hopefully complement it. You put your money in the right places and you let it set and you let it earn interest or whatever the plan is, right? Whether it's stocks or whatever, that it's not really going to require you to do a lot, but it will require your, your financial piece to it to then get it to go to work, right? Get your money to work for you. That's one of the ways that I would encourage you to explore in adding another stream of income. The other one is real estate. Right, and this could look a couple different ways. This could be maybe purchasing a a condo in a beach place where you could rent out in the in the summer and also get your family a vacation. I mean, that's just one of the ideas. Maybe it's a having a rental, um, and so some of these things would definitely require more of your time than the uh, you know financial type investments in in that way. But it could be very much a way. That is something that George and I are extremely passionate about. I shared with you guys, we're about to close on our house, our new house, and we've been in a condo for the past few months um, waiting for this closing. And it is a huge renovation project. I don't know how I'm going to share it with you guys. And I've just, I'm like, should I start a blog? Should I do a vlog? Or, and actually, I'll tell you, we had an opportunity to possibly be on a uh, reality show and we just got word that we did not make it to the final round uh it was just such an interesting situation that maybe a story for another day that's pretty much the story but um that would have been so fun but god has other plans and so i don't know i'm like okay god how do you want us to share how do you want us to share this but anyways real estate is another option that could absolutely be something and i am very passionate about the like the Lord is creating ways for us, the kingdom of God, God's children to take back territory that the enemy has been occupying. And I absolutely think real estate is one of those ways that we can take back territory from the enemy and say, no, this in, in our house, we will serve the Lord, right? Maybe that's our rental property or our vacation home or, you know, timeshare or whatever. But I do believe that God is making a way for the right people who that's where he has called them, right, to to take back that. So consider real estate as Uh, as another investment. And then the other one is a business, like another actual business where I think is where network marketing could come into play or a boutique could come into play or an an online business, I don't know, a coaching business, any of those things could come into play, but those are gonna require more of your time probably, more of your energy, more of your effort, and again, those financial resources. But the biggest question is one, are you ready for it? And are you doing this out of a scarcity mindset and, and or greed or lack where you're not sure that what you currently have is, is enough? Because if we don't feel like that's enough, guess what? That next business you have, even though it's bringing in more income, you will still have that poverty mindset that it's not enough. You will. 
And I know that because that's what happened with me. Our boutique did over $15,000 in our first month of our launch and I felt so overwhelmed like, oh my gosh, I need to buy more and sell more. And I just felt like I never could get ahead even though the numbers showed, yeah, they made a lot of money in that first month. It still felt like it wasn't enough. Well, why? Because one, I don't really think God was telling me to start a boutique. I think I just had that great idea and I did it. And what happened? I ended up having thousands of dollars of clothes in our basement. And I'm like, I just want rid of this stuff. This is a constant reminder. And we ended up clearancing it all. And I literally did a going out of busyness sale. I was like, we're selling everything. We're going out of busyness. And I ended up selling stuff and then donating the rest because I was so over it. It was so, it was such a distraction as opposed to a way to add another stream of income that sounded really fun and exciting. I'll go back to something I had said in another episode. I say this all the time, but not all good things are God things and not all God things are God things for you. And that's where I feel like um, in the entrepreneur space, especially online and even in network marketing and every other space that we're saying, hey, you need this or you should buy this or you should start this business or you should do that. Remember that the people that you're speaking to are vulnerable and not all good things are God things and not all God things are God things for them. Just because God spoke it to you doesn't mean God's speaking it to them. And I think we have a responsibility is that. I was very uh, guilty of that. I used to think, well, everybody should do this. Well, no, God showed me, no, not everybody should do that. In fact, that's what he's calling me to now is to show women, hey, you're on you're on a, the right track, sort of. Like you're, you're headed in the right direction. You're just like on the wrong track. Let me get you on the right track so that you don't need a plan B. God is the plan A and he's going to guide you. And I think in the right time, he will open doors to create multiple streams of income if your heart is ready, if your foundation is ready, if it's the right season of life that you're in. And if these things are going to be things that are going to complement your life, not complicate it, as well as be ways to expand the kingdom of God. I hope that gives you some food for thought, some things to chew on as I'm currently in this season that the Lord is showing me. Okay, what is this next step? What are these things that you're going to start investing in on a deeper level so that you can have multiple streams of income? But it's not about having these multiple streams of income as our safety net. God is not just the safety net. God is the net. He is everything. And we don't need anything else as long as we have him. However, he will bless us with multiple opportunities, I believe, when he knows that we're ready to steward what he has given us and what he wants to give us and that we are ready for him to take us from glory to glory and truly use these things as a way to impact the kingdom. Again, God looks at our heart. He's not looking at our bank account. He's not looking at the degree we have on the wall. He's not looking at the post that we just made that says, you know, all these things. He's looking at our hearts. And so let's be women who have hearts ready to receive what the Lord has for us so that we can go after the lost people and the people who have gone astray, bring them back to Jesus, and ultimately make heaven crowded. Father, we thank you so much for this word. We thank you that you have created so many different creative ways for us to impact the kingdom. And we thank you, Lord, that you have given us this entrepreneurial spirit. So, Lord, we just surrender our wants and desires and and feelings of uh, lack uh, that we get in alignment with you, that you are not a God of lack. You are a God of abundance. You are a God of more than we could ask or imagine, that you want to bless us because we are your children and we are co-heirs. And so, Lord, we ask you to prepare our hearts to be able to receive the strategies and the blueprints and the, the, the kingdom wealth that you so 
want and desire to give us as your children. And so Lord, we ask that you prepare our hearts for that. Show us what's in our heart that's not right. Is it lack? Is it greed? Is it a poverty mindset? Is it an orphan spirit? Is it is it just a misunderstanding of who you are as our Father, Lord? Help us to see those things so that we can ask for forgiveness on that and then make room for what it is that you have for us. So Lord, we pray over our, ble- our businesses. I pray a special blessing um, of your abundance and your Uh, just all of your blessings and favor over each one of the ears listening to this podcast. And Lord, you get the glory, the honor, the praise for all of our successes, because without you, we can do nothing. In Jesus' name, amen.